0: And finally, to get in touch, please send your emails to contact at onemanpodcast.com. You send it, I read it on the podcast, that's the deal. Thanks for listening, guys, and I hope you enjoy this week's episode. What's up, guys? This is comedian Paul Verzi, and you are listening to the One Man Podcast. Yeah! Yeah! My name is Josh Williams, and welcome to the One Man Podcast, episode number 144 for Wednesday, February 12th, 2020. How's it going, onesies? How are you guys doing? How are you doing with your lives? What's new and exciting with you? Listen, I have got a big thing to tell you this week, and that is a huge I'm sorry. I have uh, this episode is being recorded well after the date. Um... But yeah, I had a ton of stuff going on. I mean, I'm not going to make excuses. Um, I'm just going to need you guys to know that there's no way I could have done this in any kind of productive way uh, up until now to make it even the slightest bit uh, entertaining or uh, or what have you. I've just been like, I've I brought my. I can't tell you how many times I brought my handheld recorder. How many times I have brought my regular recorder? Um, tried to get things ready to go and just could not happen. Um, and despite the fact that I will be telling you about my week. Uh, You might go, well, Josh, it doesn't seem like there's a lot going on. You know what? I'm recording this uh, all the way from Scotland. I am in Glasgow, Scotland at my hotel. I actually carved out an admin day just to get this podcast done. So rather than drinking in pubs, I am sitting here in my hotel uh, recording what's uh, what will be one of two already late episodes of the podcast. So uh, I want you guys to know that uh, I love you <laughs> and I didn't forget about you. Um, big shout out to uh, my buddy Mark, uh, one of the onesies out there who was basically messaging me, going like, hey, messaging me, calling, "Go, hey, man, I miss the pod, what's going on? So uh, big, big thank you to Mark, the only person who has recognized the fact that the podcast is two weeks late? Um, so yeah, thanks for that, and I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that there's some people out there actually looking forward to, you know. What uh, is it telling me that I'm liking my own messages now? What is what is this nonsense? Who is okay? It's just people. Oh man, <clears throat> excuse me. I have been uh, sick. Even though the podcast is two weeks late, uh, the same sickness that I would have told you about uh, on that episode at the time, I'm still fighting. I've got some sort of lung infection that just doesn't want to leave, and um, it is absolutely ridiculous. So this week I'm going to tell you guys about my uh, appointment. I got a new uh, new thing in my life here that we'll see. Um, we'll see. Hopefully, it takes me to a better place. I did some samplings and some demos and things like that. Uh, I will tell you all about. Um also I got to hang out with some friends, made life better, uh seeing some people that I really care about and that I uh I love having in my life. And uh let's see, just make a little note here. Do-le-do, do-le-do, do, 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 do. Hey. So I got uh yeah, I hung out with some friends. What else did I do? I got a bunch of meat lists from you guys. Uh some of them have even happened in the last two weeks, but I will incorporate them into this episode. So mm got a little green tea here trying to make things better on myself um yeah so i i guess this one's not going to be super duper long unless i just start going off on a tangent i wasn't aware i was going to do <coughs> excuse me um that was another reason too like trying to get the podcast done but just hacking and gagging like there were some nights where i was just i was coughing so bad i'm like this is going to be nothing but me coughing into a microphone and powering through everything just to say that i recorded a podcast so um so i'll tell you guys this um during that uh, that particular week i'll say this week for the sake of anyone listening in the future moving backwards um i uh, i got referred i want to say a, a while back a friend of mine gave me a phone number for a psychotherapist uh not a psychic therapist a psychotherapist a, a shrink um now i don't know if i've made this clear in the past guys i am not somebody who for a very long time i was the kind of person who's like yeah i don't want to I, I, I get the value of psychotherapy, but I read a lot of psychology books and things like that. And, you know, I, I get a lot of the issues that people have and I know the things I need to work on. Like, I know I'm unhappy with, you know, my work and my weight and things like that. So, um, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to just bang it out and I'm going to figure this out on my own. And I'm going to just try to, you know, I'm going to do the things I need, I know I need to do, right. You work hard, you'll, you'll get results. You don't work hard. You, you won't like shit like that. So it wasn't until like, you know, a while into my my relationship and things like that, and things were going bad. That I was like, "All right, maybe, maybe this is outside my own hands." Like it took me. It, I wasn't. You know, it wasn't until I was midway through my relationship before I recognized the fact that I do have anxiety. Uh, You know, I don't have crazy panic attacks or anything like that. Like that's the thing I've told people all the time. I go, "I never have panic attacks. I'm just in a constant state of anxiousness. What's going to go wrong? What could go wrong? You know, make sure you don't get caught with your pants down in, in terms of preparation." So. I heard I heard my buddy uh, Paul Versey said uh, you know, it's this is a more simplified version of it and he uses it as a work ethic thing, but it kinda it's kinda how I feel all the time. In case you're wondering, like, why are you fucking anxious all the time? He's got a statement that says, uh, failure to prepare is preparing to fail. And I kind of like my anxiety sort of takes on that form in the sense that like, it's not like, oh, I'm just preparing. It's like, okay, I, for me, it's preparing for any situation that could happen. So I'm constantly going, okay, well, what if this happens? What if this happens? Like, I got a million things right now on my trip that I'm anxious about, and a million things that happened um, that you guys will hear about on the next episode. Um, but yeah, nothing funny yet. Nothing funny yet. Uh, the accents here are great, by the way. But, uh, but we'll get into that in, a, in an upcoming episode, guys. Um So yeah, I'll just let you know, this is Thursday, uh, recording this Thursday, February 21st. So, you know, you take that 12 on the date and you flip it. That's, that's the time period I'm in. I am recording this for you from the future. Um, but, uh, anywho, so a friend of mine, you know, it took me years into my relationship to be like, I think I have anxiety. And then I was like, all right, I got to a point where I'm like, okay, I obviously have some you know, mental shit that I need to take care of. as we all do. In case you're listening, you're like, nah, I don't need therapy. You probably do too. You probably got some shit to work on. For starters, why the fuck do you keep coming back to this negative cesspool of self-doubt and everything like that? <laughs> I wasn't coughing like this all friggin' week. I was caught a little cough, but now all of a sudden that I'm talking constantly. I got a cough, 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 a reno. I didn't drink any whiskey too. Um for like the last two months just due to the fact that i've been sick and you know you're sick and I'm like let's get wasted i'm just like oh not to mention the emotional pain that i was going through right you want you don't want to start drinking and then all of a sudden you're doing drunk texts and things like that no you try to take better care of yourself so all that blah 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 let's get back on track um so i was uh i was always an impression I'm like yeah i could really probably make use of a therapist but I'm a comic. I don't have any health insurance. I don't have any medical coverage. I don't have any benefits. Um, and when you look at the cost of psychotherapy, it's sometimes, you know, well over a hundred dollars per session. So I didn't have 400 bucks a month to see somebody. So I was just like, okay, this is just something that's not available to me. Hence my trying to read and learn about psychology and things myself, trying to learn about stuff that makes you, you know, crazy. Um, also crazy, it's funny now that like crazy is not even a thing, right? They used to be like, oh, this person's crazy. I just, 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 the lunatic on the street, they're nuts. They're crazy. Lunatic. Now there's so many different, like we have so much better understanding of different mental conditions and things like that, like anxiety and stress and schizophrenia and things like that. So now it's like, there's no such thing as crazy anymore. Now it's like, oh shit, what mental illness does this person have? You know, it'd be, it'd be literally like if, you know, 300 years ago, that person's just sick. It's like, well, what do they have? Like meningitis or, you know, do they have lupus? Do they have bronchitis strep throat? Ah, they're just sick. Stay away from them. They're coughing. There's goo coming out of their head. Um, <coughs> Excuse me. So I had a friend who, uh, you know, uh, we were having a games night one time and he was chatting with me about, you know, this therapist that he was seeing, whatever. And he'd mentioned to me that this guy's actually kind of, he's actually covered by the regular healthcare. And I was like, interesting. So. He uh, he's like yeah let me let me get that info at home and I'll and I'll ref- you know I'll send it your way so I I would say I got this info from him in December and uh, and of course it wasn't until I hit my my particular low in uh, in January that I'm like I gotta I gotta reach out to this guy I gotta reach out because I'm I'm not doing well on my own so made the phone call dude called me back and said that you know he would uh, he would agree to to see me and assess me. So this particular podcast, I am only reporting that, um, I went there to see him, um, on Thursday morning and he had said that basically like I'd have to come in for like an assessment and basically what he'd do is, you know, he'd ask me some questions. He'd figure me out a little bit and then Try to decide whether or not what I had was something that he would be able to help me with, or if he'd uh, refer me to somebody else. And in my head, of course, the catastrophe right away. I'm like, well, if you're gonna refer me to someone else, then you know, thanks for having me, and I appreciate your time, and that's it, because you know, someone else may may cost or whatever. So, um, but he explained to me that the uh, the way that this works is it's like he'll figure out if um, you know if he can help me out, and then it's like uh like it's something like a twelve to twenty weeks thing. So it's a temporary. You know, psychotherapy thing. So, but twenty weeks is a long time, you know. And and some help is better than no help. So I figure, you know what? There's somebody on the outside looking in. Maybe he can help me out, and we'll see. Uh, we'll see where it goes from there. So they're only forty five minute sessions. They're not a full hour. But again, I'm very happy to have uh, an outlet and a little bit of hope. Um, you know, as I've seen, most psychotherapists did not really doesn't really say much. And when he does, it's kind of like very neutral, which I'm sure is a super important part of it. Like the more personality he has, the more it's almost like you're just trying to talk to some dude. I don't know. I, I don't know how it works. All I know is that psychotherapists, generally speaking, are not very, uh, you know, personable. They don't, have, they don't, they don't show much of a personality. I don't want to say they don't have much of a personality, but they don't show much of a personality. Uh, but again, I'm sure there's benefits to that. So either way, I'm not there to, to, to hang out with this dude. I'm here to get some help, you know? So uh, I did that guys. And in terms of the week, like, you know, he just said, okay, well, that's, that's the first assessment. We'll, we'll have you back again next week. So, you know, according to this episode's forecast of what the next week will be, I, I will go back again and see him. Um, I did some demos this week, <clears throat> excuse me, did some demos this week, uh, for, uh, love good fats and unbun, um, really nothing cool to report. It was just three different demos, uh, worked a double on the Saturday. So it was basically like woke up in the morning, drove all the way up to Orleans, handed out some shakes and some chocolates or not chocolates, but uh, like protein, you know, energy bars, whatever it is. Um, and then drove across the city to hand out some keto-friendly buns. Yeah, so little little name drop for these two companies, even though they've you know have not paid. I'm just I'm just a good dude like that. Uh, yeah, these unbuns are like I tried them. They're very soft. They got a. Li- I don't want to say they have a weird texture because they don't. They have a different texture than what you're used to. Um, but it's uh, yeah, it's made with like almond flour and stuff. They're not cheap. You find them in the like the stores in the frozen section. And it's $12 for four of them, which is $3 a bun. pricey, but, uh, but they're not bad. They're really not bad in terms of like, and it's, again, if you're on the keto diet, like everyone's like, "Oh, it's so expensive. Like almost nobody bought them, you know, when I was doing the sampling, which doesn't surprise me in the slightest, it's a $3 bun. However, keep in mind, if you're on the keto diet and you're strong on the keto diet, you know, you can't have bread. You just can't, right? That's why everyone's having cauliflower fucking pizza and stuff like that. But, you know, these buns that they were nice and soft, they were, I mean, if you can't have bread, this is a great way to put bread back on your menu. So, you know, if you're like, even people are vegetarian keto. Like if you're, if you're a vegetarian keto, you can go and get yourself some friggin' beyond meat burgers, right? Throw those on the grill, get all your fixings and then throw it onto a, an unbun. Well, you got yourself a really nice fucking keto burger there like you basically you know you just you've given yourself something back that you, you couldn't have before it's pricey but that's you know almond flour is not cheap right and when the whole thing is pretty much made of almond flour um yeah i don't know it was kind of cool so i i had some leftovers afterwards and they, they told me it was cool if i kept them i was like dirty i will keep them then and uh yeah so i did uh, exactly that i kept uh <laughs> I kept some i tried them out i made some breakfast sandwiches with them so i had egg sandwiches in the morning uh and they were great they were absolutely great. I even made some uh, cheddar broccoli soup and just used them to dip in that at another point as well. So um, just cool to have some stuff. I also want to say that um, I don't know how many times I hit the gym. I did go with my buddy Ivan to the gym, which was great. I haven't uh, hung out with my buddy Ivan in a very long time. He's uh, a mutual friend of my buddy Peter's and we've all been friends for for years, but I, I don't think I've ever just hung out with Ivan. It's usually Peter's in attendance as well. So it's kind of cool for Ivan and I to, uh, we just went to the gym together. We're going with Peter. Peter wasn't available. And so we decided to meet up together and and hit the gym and we had a, we had honestly had a great time. We, we chatted, both of us chatted about, you know, past relationships and things like that. Like I, I really have to say that the out, I don't want to say the outcry, but the, the, uh, the support that I've gotten from people is absolutely insane. Um, again, as much as I know some people listen to the podcast and like, yeah, you know, you just, you just complain. I'm like, listen, this is my outlet guys. I didn't like, we're talking about therapy. I didn't have access to therapy this was my therapy i'd sit down and i would just kind of pour my heart out to the universe and anyone who wants to hear it cool anyone who doesn't also equally cool but you know it it did its you know this podcast does its job in the sense of, how funny is that like i'm two weeks late because that's literally when i started therapy um I, I i still had outlets guys you know that all of my my listeners and my friends you guys know i'll, I'll shoot the shit about anything i'm an open book but uh yeah, sometimes guys if I'm in a bad place, um yeah, the podcast isn't hey, like this this has never been all right. This has never been the the uh, hey, welcome to the Williams wacky comedy hour. <laughs> One man podcast. Goo 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 guy. This week we're going to be talking about dogs versus cats, women versus men. Like it's not it's never been a, a bullshit. You know, I'd love for it to be funny and sometimes I have fucking stupid thoughts that that make me laugh my ass off and on the next episode when i start talking about how the trip has gone so far we're gonna have some some funny you know little moments and things that i can share with you sure but uh but the week leading up to it i i put some work on the calendar i uh i was not in a good place and i'm just i'm gonna do my best to a you know and uh, something happened that i'm not gonna even i'm not even gonna put up on the you know i'm not even gonna talk about but all i know it but it but it fucked me up it fucked me up and i uh I just don't want to, I just want to go back to it. I've actually been, you know, moving forward with it and everything like that. And I'm, I'm fuck, I'm trying to get over it. And I'm just, I'm just good to be me and move on with my life and all that, that fun stuff. So, um, just know that as much as I do complain on this podcast, uh, there's some things that I just go, ah, I don't think anyone needs to hear it. So, um, yeah, again, like that's probably one of the things this week. I didn't have a whole lot of stuff to talk about. And, uh, it's probably for the best that I, you know, uh, didn't record an episode. Let's just put it that way. So, um, do, 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 scoop, pop, dee do, boot, just read my notes here. I want to make sure I get back to it. Um, yeah, so whatever. I, I worked some st- some shit on the weekends there. I also had an awesome chance to hang out with my friends. Um, and again, again I want to go back to just the whole thank you for everybody who's been you know close with me and and reaching out and chatting. These are the same people who were were you know they came out to my shows at uh, the, at my recordings. Um, just amazing human beings in my life. You guys are the best. thank you so much every every one of you, even the ones who couldn't be there who are reaching out or whatever like I just I do want you to know as much as I complain and shit on this, we're working on turning things around and and, whatnot. and I'm so grateful I have such a great life again like i'm i'm sitting across the atlantic ocean right now in a beautiful little hotel in in paisley renfrew outside of glasgow looking outside it is raining because apparently it just rains here all the time but uh you know my my two parents who are both in their 60s you know have never been over the ocean so i'm already afforded an opportunity you know, to to travel and see a different part of the world. Like I, I don't have it that bad, but that's kind of one of the things that's fucked up about like mental illness and stuff like that. You know, or even if it's as little as anxiety, slight or mild or moderate anxiety, without going top shelf, it's just that yeah, like your brain sometimes forgets that you just worry about the shit that's not happening. Or that might happen or all that and it makes it makes living kind of shitty sometimes because rather than living in the moment and enjoying it you're always preparing for some catastrophe that may or may not happen but it's kind of funny because i'm I'm not going to tell you guys any stories but i will tell you yeah well i'll tell you on the next episode that's just how it's going to be but um (laughs) there's shit that happens that i wasn't worried about and It's, yeah, I'll just, I'll just describe it. And I, I used to say this to, to the ex when we were together and she would be like, she'd be like, Oh, why do you always have to look at things like that? But I will fucking tell. Okay. I'll tell you one quick story. I probably already told it in the podcast, but I'll give you an example. And this has always guys, I'm telling you right now, this has always been my life. All right. That my big thing is if I get excited for something, All right. Without worrying, I'm allowed to get excited, but I have to pay the universe its pound of flesh of, of worry and fear and concern and all that shit. If I get excited for something um, and don't get afraid, something will fuck it up. Something will fuck it up. Um, just just the way it is. I'm sorry, It's I know it sounds pessimistic and negative. It has been my experience, my case study, everything. Everything, everything. So a small example. When I worked for Bell years ago, um, I won a I won a little what do you call it a little giveaway contest whatever it was I won a thousand bucks won a thousand bucks and everyone was like oh my god that's amazing like congratulations and it was through like our our work you know reward system which wasn't just like hey here's a thousand bucks your bank can't like you have to like you know I, we got told that I win. And then, you know, like a week later it gets loaded into like the reward system and then the reward system, you have to cash it, uh, excuse me, you have to cash it out into like your bank account. And then there's like a transfer period time before it cashes from that. Like it, you process your request to have them transferred to your bank. And then once that request is accepted, then they process your bank and your bank is going to accept it in a few days. So it was one of those things where I'm just like, okay, you know, like, so as soon as they told me I won it, they're like, oh my God, are you excited? I'm like well, it's cool, like, there's nothing yet, you know, I've been told that I won $1,000, so let's wait and see what happens when I get it, you know, like, sure, it's great, I'm not shitting on it, I'm just not like, yay, awesome, I'm gonna get this, I'm gonna, I'm like, you know, show me the money, when it's in my hands, I'll get excited, all right, and I remember, like, you know, when they loaded it into the blue rewards, was what it called, everyone was like, there you go, it's in your account, are you excited, I'm like, it's in my rewards account, all right, I'll believe it, When it's in my bank account. Okay. And they were like, yeah, that's awesome. Great. Like, and I I was, I was uh, still living on my own at the time. Things were expensive. So I was, you know, okay, let's, let's, again, I will be excited when it's in my hands. And Crystal's like, are you excited? And everybody was, was all, are you excited? Not yet. I don't have it yet. I remember uh, one of the guys from like bell higher up, one of the, like the corporate guys in Toronto who'd come to see my shows or whatever. He was like. Hey, just a heads up. He's like, congratulations, dude. I'm so happy for you. And I was like, yeah, thanks, man. That's, you know, I appreciate it. It's really great. And he's like, so just so you know, like the way Blue Rewards pays out, because even though we're paying you out, it's like, you know, you could get taxed on it or whatever. He's like, so what we're going to do is we're not going to put it. This was in January, by the way, the very beginning of the year. He's like, so what we're going to do is we're not going to pay. We're not going to put it on your, um, on your pay this week. Because if we put on your pay this week, it's going to jump you up into a higher tax bracket. It's going to take you from like X amount of grand this month to this week. It's going to jump you up to a higher tax bracket right at the beginning of the year. And they'll tax the shit out of it. So what we're going to do is just so you know, you won't see it on this paycheck. You're going to see it at the end of the year. So by then, the whole year is taken into account or whatever. And it doesn't bump you up to that tax bracket. So you get to keep more of it. I was like, oh, that's amazing. Thank you so much. Really appreciate that. So it gets transferred into my... My, you know, I'm, I'm waiting, still waiting for it to transfer to my bank account. Okay. The transfer was accepted, blah, blah, blah. Great. Now I'm waiting for it to receive my bank. I'm all happy. And this is like, they find it at the beginning of the, of the, the month. And it, I didn't even get it for like, I think three weeks. So that's another thing. Like, it's like, yeah, you got this money. Great. Let's see it when it's in there <clears throat> just to not get excited over nothing. So finally it transfers into my bank account and I'm like groovy. It's there thousand bucks. I'm like, this is fantastic. And I can't remember what I spent it on. I don't remember if I, like, I, I didn't just pay bills, but I think I bought something. Uh, it wasn't, wasn't ridiculous, but I bought something that I needed, but I was like, this a thousand dollars that I need. Fantastic. And then I got my pay and, and this was, this was like, I finally got the, the money and I was like, sweet, it's in here. Boom. Now I can get excited. You know, I'm excited for it. And that was the thing. I jumped the gun by one step by one step. Everyone's like hey late christmas present birthday present right birthdays in january go ahead thousand bucks for yourself Go enjoy yourself. This was also at a point in my life guys that I was working my ass off I was doing like dominoes at night bell during the day because my bills were through the roof So I basically work my ass off just to pay everything off and then start the next month over like So this was a nice little like oh, I can do something nice for myself You know, this is some breathing room so, uh got my paycheck Uh, They put the whole $1,000 on my first thing, and I paid an additional $500 uh, in taxes right from the get-go. So my check, the money that I was counting on, of course, to pay all my bills and all that shit, uh, was, so even though the guy told me, we're going to do it this way so you don't get charged and blah, 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 you don't lose the money, uh, that didn't happen. I lost an additional $500, and I had to work like three extra shifts uh take like a bunch of like I did work later later later. We're talking like the longest days possible Um at dominoes and things like that To make up that 500 bucks that I lost because you know, even though it wasn't supposed to happen Go ahead and get excited anyways I know that seems like a negative story, but i'm trying to give you guys an example of how like I don't get excited that's just one of the the the. I don't want to say most recent because there's a million little ones, but that's just an example of how like everyone around me get excited. This is great. Go ahead. This extra free money. Go. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Okay. Everybody, you guys go live. You like listen. You know what? If the universe doesn't fuck you every time you get excited for something, I couldn't be happier. I love everybody. I don't want you guys to go through that experience. My experience has always been: if I don't panic, if I don't worry, you know, if I don't wait till everything's fucking done before I get excited. Then whatever, but again, a lot of people find shit out and they get excited and they get happy right away and nothing happens. And that's a great way to, that's a great life to live. You know, you get to do everything. You don't have to deal with any bullshit. That's not been my experience on this earth. Probably why I'm a comic. Everything I do, something weird fucking happens. You guys want to hear another, you guys want to hear another uh, story? This will coincide with next week's story about the rental, but I, and here we go. We're adding extra content considering we're only 24 minutes into the fucking podcast. So. I remember, like, I'm I'm the kind of guy who has, as long as I can remember, I always buy extended warranties. Um, always, like, let's say 80% of the time. There's the odd thing, like, you know, if I buy, like, a remote control or something, and it's like, you want to get warranty? No. No, I don't need the warranty, especially the prices of them. But, like, big screen TVs and, and computers and things like that. Things that, like, if it breaks in... A year and a half, I'm not going to be able to afford to replace it, but as much, and as much as it sucks spending an extra 300 bucks now, if it's a $3,000 laptop, let's do that because at least I know it's going to last for, for three years minimum, (coughs) excuse me. So I've always been a warranty guy and I'm actually even at the point now where like, I'm like, you know what? I've had all these things. I actually have made use of my warranties on laptops and stuff before too. So it's not like I've just bought all the shit and never used it. I got tons of warranties I never used, but. It's the kind of thing where I'm like, I, I, I have, now this is not like, I know for sure, but I have this horrible, again, anxious feeling that the very first time I don't buy a warranty for something, that's when it's going to, that's when I'm going to have net needed it. So whatever I'm living my life. I'm still alive. I'm across the pond and buying warranties hasn't ruined my life. So I'm going to keep doing it, but I'm also like that with, um, insurance when I rent a car, like some people like, ah, you can just use your own insurance, um, yeah, you can. And if you something happens, your, you know, d- your deductibles or not deductibles, sorry, your uh, premiums will go up. So I don't want that. Well, I rent a car, you pay 10 bucks a day, you have it for a week. Cool. That's 70 bucks. And my, I won't, you know, my, my, if something happens, you're covered. Well, I remember I rented a car uh, a while back and this was the first time I ever got offered. They're like, do you want the, uh, you know, external and internal insurance? And I was like, what are you talking about? And they're like, well, I, cause it used to be you just bought the insurance and whatever happened to it happened to it. Um, but now they're like, yeah, do you want the additional so you, now you buy one for like outside the vehicle for like collisions and stuff And then you buy another one in case like you damage the inside or something like that And it was cheaper of course for the inside Um than the outside like you buy them both you buy, you know, you don't buy one or the other you buy Well, you can buy one or the other. Sorry, but it's not like if you buy internal that, you know, it's covered like you're they are two separate things And I was like, well, I'm not worried about inside wrecking the car. I'm not worried about that like Funny enough, like I thought about it for half a second, but I'm like, I'm like, no, like why, what would I do on the inside to ruin the car? I'm worried about somebody opening a door into my thing or, you know, me getting into an accident, but, but sitting in the vehicle, I'm not worried that I'm going to scratch something or wreck something. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, so I, I took the external insurance and I declined the internal insurance and this was in the middle of winter. Okay. And again, this was, and I wasn't stressed, wasn't worried about it, right? What's going to go on? I'm not going to fuck the car up. I drove at one point to, um, my car must've been something wrong with my car. I think it was during the time that they were fixing the the squirrels that had chewed through my engine. Uh, yep. That's the thing that happened to me too. Um, but basically, uh, I drove, I think I drove to a place to pick something up while I was there. I had some store credit and it was like, hey, you have like four, four bucks left. And I was like, all right there's nothing here. It's like Canadian tire or whatever for international listeners, just like a giant sort of like home Depot parts place. You know, they, they dabble in the, the tools, they dabble in the food, they dabble in the outdoor sports thing. So you figure out whatever store does that. And it was like that. So I'm just like standing at the front and he's like, you got four bucks left. So I just look over, there's a little cooler there. And they had like a Starbucks coffee drink. I'm like, I'll take that. All right. Four bucks. We'll, will use up the rest and I'm all done. So, um, I go back down to the car and it's one of those glass bottles with a metal screw top on it and then plastic shrink-wrapped around it. So I peel the plastic off. I just grab the plastic, and one, one little peel, I pull the the plastic, comes off, it spirals around itself, and then comes off. And I wasn't looking because I just, I was just pulling the plastic off, and it's one of those kind of like milk coffee drinks. So the kind of thing that if it sits for a while, you got to give it a quick shake before uh, before you drink it. Well, my friends, with all the confidence in the world, I peel the plastic off, and I let loose to shake this bottle. When I peeled the plastic off, uh, the cap just came off, so the cap wasn't even screwed on. It just pulled, grabbed the plastic, and the plastic peeled the, the cap right off. So I wasn't looking. I peeled the plastic, and I'm looking out the window, and then I go to give this thing a shake, and I shook coffee all over this car. Like, here's the thing. If I was trying... To shake coffee all over the car, I probably couldn't have done as good a job. Do you know what I mean? But by that, I'm saying that, like, if you're trying to, you're aware that you're throwing it. So you're almost, you might even hesitate a little bit. It's like the same as if you, like, walked into a wall versus trying to walk into a wall. Part of you is going to be like, well, walking into a wall hurts. So even if I'm trying to do it deliberately, part of you is going to pull backwards. If you don't even know, you're fucking full of confidence, bam, right into it. Well, I, with full confidence shook this coffee shit all over the car and it was winter. So it froze to everything. So I don't know if you guys know how, you know, I mean, I'm sure you know how liquid works, but I don't know if you've ever taken like, like a windshield or piece of glass and, and thrown something. If you throw water or something on it, it's easy, right? you know, water or, or any, any liquid. You throw it on it, it stays liquid. Now you wipe it down, maybe use a little bit of spray or something like that and, and clean it off, clean the sticky off. Well, when it freezes, it doesn't just wipe away. It's like you're scraping slush and snow and you're working it to try to get it to melt because it was like negative <clears throat> 40. by the way, it froze in my hair, in my beard, in my clothes. Like it was, fro- it was one of the coldest days of the fucking year. There is coffee all over the inside of this car. And all I could think in that moment was, hey, would you like the inside insurance on this vehicle in case anything happens to the inside of it? And I was like, no. So I I basically spent my entire afternoon like cleaning, spraying, like, and it was cold. Like, I, I, like even the cleaning sprays froze as soon as you sprayed them. I probably went through t- two entire rolls of paper towel, you know, uh, cleaning all this shit out of the car. And in the end, I never got charged for it because you couldn't see any effects of it. But that's like that's my experience all I have a thousand guys, a thousand of these stories in my life. And I realized I was trying to move away from the negativity and whatnot, but um, I'm trying to share with you as honestly as I can. I don't live a life where just relax, everything will be fine. I live a life where every single time I don't panic and I don't prepare, that shit happens what cap on a drink isn't fucking screwed on the one that i buy the one that i buy in a rental car in the middle of fucking winter negative 40 degree weather without internal insurance on the car that's though that's people laugh and you know what? these are stories that i can bring to the stage and it makes me a better comic i think like i'm just telling the story but if i sat down and i tried to make this funny i'm sure i'd get some fucking laughs out of it but this is my life. My life is you stress and you, pre- and here's the thing. If I stress and I worry, then nothing happens. I've paid that debt to the universe, that horrible, you know, whatever it is, whatever horror and shit that I owe to you, the universe, I pay it, <clears throat> excuse me, but you either pay it in the moment when it happens or you pay it in advance by just worrying about it. But if I don't, if I don't have a slightly bad experience with everything, well, it's, it's just, it's going to happen no matter what is what I'm trying to say. So, um, it doesn't always have to happen and that's expensive, like something bad. it. just, it just means like, Oh, were you excited the whole time? Like not, not really. No, I was kind of worrying about what was going to happen. And then I had a good time when I got there because I worried in advance. So that's, that's, let's put it that way. I, I worry in advance so that I can enjoy things when I'm there. But again, I have stories already on this trip where that shit happened. Um, and in preparation for it, as a matter of fact, um, was this the week that Simon and I, I think this, you know what, I can add this story to it. Um, I do want to move on to some of the nice things that happened in the week. Um, let's see here, and cross off some of the things we talked about already. You guys are awesome. Thanks for listening to my shit. bop, squee, ba 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 beep, boo. Hey, hey, hey. I wonder if you guys like my little tunes. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, um, Simon and I had to book our. I think we were trying to figure out like what day we wanted to go to Isla in uh scotland that's where uh lafroig excuse me lagavulin and ardbeg are some uh there's there's about i think they said that there's nine distilleries on the island now there's a new one that just opened up um but uh anyways to get from the mainland to isla you got to take a ferry and we knew this but i i just assumed okay well a ferry ride like how, how in the dead season how could these ferries especially when they go multiple times a day how could they possibly be sold out well did I prepare and did I worry? No, I did not. So guess what, guys? Um, Simon and I called the uh, the ferry ferry company to. or sorry, we we went online to like look at our ferry options and whatnot. And there's not as many as I thought there would be. There's only one company that that does it. And we were like, okay, so we gotta we gotta figure out what day are we gonna go and what day are we gonna come back so we can book an Airbnb because our plan was to drive down in the evening one night, take the ferry over, get an Airbnb, and then wake up the next day and start our day. In Isla and hit, you know, as many distilleries as we could. And then at the end of the day, go back. But at least we'd start there, right eyed, bushy tailed, what have you. So. We looked online and we were like, oh, okay, we, we, we picked some options and then it was like, book your tickets. And I was like, well, fuck it. We're here. Let's just do it. Went to book our tickets. And there was so much that was not available. Like, and I mean everything, like there wasn't a single day where we could go down the night before and then come back the next day was not an option. And I'm like, we can't spend two days in Isla. We have way too many things to do. Uh, Simon actually booked a trip to London. He's got a stepsister that lives in London, England. And so he had booked himself a flight to go down on Friday. I apologize Thursday and then meet back up with me Friday. So actually Simon is not here right now. I'm doing this by myself, which also helps because Simon's like, let's go out and see everything all day, every day. For some reason that kid can fucking sleep without issue. Um, I cannot, but, uh, so yeah, he's in, he's in London. He's going to catch a flight. And he's going to meet me in Edinburgh this evening. Um, excuse me. Mm-hmm-hmm. Green tea is magic. Yeah. So, um, what was I saying? So yeah, we, we went to the book of fairy, no dice. So we called the number and we, we basically found somebody who, who said, I think her name was Katie. And of course she had a very heavy Scottish accent. She found us a fairy that left, uh, Kenna Craig on the mainland at 7am. Okay. And it, it leaves, uh, Port like so from Kenne craig to Port Ellen. Port Ellen is right next to like all the distilleries on Isla. So we we got uh she found us. It's the only thing that we could do all week. So Port Ellen, uh we we would get there at like 9 20 a.m. and then we'd have pretty much like all the distilleries open around like 10. So it was like you'll have the whole day on the island, and then you'll catch the very last ferry from Port Eskeg, which is you know, Port Ellen's at the bottom of Isla, and Port Eskeg's at the top of Isla. Um, but they were telling me it's only like a 30 to 40 minute drive across the island. I was like, okay, well, we can handle that. So, and then that was like, that one, we had to be there for like seven o'clock to catch the last one. I'm like, is that enough time? Like 10 to seven to see all. And she's like, absolutely. I also found out like all the distilleries close at like four or five. So I'm like, okay, well, <laughs> if they're all closed, then we can just drive up. You know, we have plenty of time. We see them all in a day. It wasn't ideal because here's the thing. I'm like, well, in order to do that, in order to be there for six or because you have to get to the ferry half an hour ahead of time. In order to get to the ferry, uh, or, or get on the ferry, you got to be there half an hour, so I'm like, so we have to be at Kinna Craig at 6.30 a.m. And here's the thing, we're in Glasgow, so you Google it, and it's a two and a half hour drive there, so we had to like get up, uh, well, didn't have to get up, the idea is we would have to get up at like 3 o'clock in the morning to like get dressed and get ready and drive there, so it would be a long ass day, and also to be on the ferry back, it's like a two hour ferry ride, so it was like a five hour uh, or it's supposed again, I'm doing this, you know, in the future talking about leading up to this, um, it would be a two and a half hour drive to the ferry, uh half hour load time, but two, two and a half hours on the ferry to get to Port Ellen. So we're talking like a five hour trip. And, uh, anyway, so I was like, okay, well, that that's the only way we can do it. That's going to have to be the plan. Let's, let's do that. Let's figure out this, this thing and and book it so again because we didn't stress and we didn't really kind of worry that it'd be an issue of course it was an issue i can only imagine how difficult that would have been um in the busy season like you would have to book what six months out or something like that anyways it's because we were bringing the vehicle too right we had to drive from glasgow so we, we couldn't just ditch the car there's no i didn't see any parking areas for vehicles or something so it's like okay we are getting on this thing and we are going so um bloppity bloop, bleep, blah bleep, blah. Hey. So that was that we booked our, our ferry tickets and we're like, all right, so that's going to happen. And that was also in a small, a smaller example, but it was just like, you know what? I'm comfortable. Simon kept saying too, like, Hey, we should, we should like book our day and decide which thing. So we did save a little bit of money that way by not having to book an Airbnb on Isla. But at the same time, it would have been nice to be like bright eyed Bushdale. Cause uh, you know, on an upcoming episode, I will tell you exactly how the, uh, the trip went. Um, so yeah, going back to things that actually happened in this time period, um, and, and anyways, yeah, a very long chat about depressing subjects like, oh, wow, you're sounds like you just have this negative outlook on everything. Look, I, I don't want to guys. I don't want to be someone who doesn't get excited for things or, or stresses about them. But like I said, without illustrating a thousand stories, I've got a ton in the bank where if I don't, something happens. Okay. And so if, you know, you guys want to get excited about something, we have plans together and you get excited, do it. I'm not telling you not to get excited. All right. But your life experience is different than mine. Mine is if I don't, I'm just setting myself up for, you know, it'll happen during, I'd rather just not get excited beforehand and and try to prepare and then, you know, let it happen when it happens. All right. So I got to hang out with my friends, uh, Chris and Rebecca, fantastic people. Uh, I... uh, I got my uh, window repaired. I think I told you guys about that. The window had an issue. Well, they got the part and they fixed the window for me. Bippity skippity. Um, I also, uh, Josh at uh, at Barhaven Honda, he... Uh, him and his wife who came to my shows uh, also have a, a, an amazing little pie company in a, in a town outside of Ottawa uh, And they brought me in some pies I, uh, I purchased them, but I I'd ordered some pies from them and we actually had an opportunity to have one uh, I brought it to Chris and Rebecca's for dinner. We had the uh, the Guinness pie. I believe it was oh my god Was it ever good? So good. Just just meat and veggies baked in an amazing pie crust. So delicious Had that for dinner and then we played uh, we played some games. We played a game called rival restaurants and um it was it was fun yeah it's the only game i've ever ordered off of kickstarter as a matter of fact as we speak they have just launched another kickstarter for an expansion for this game and uh, and if you're interested all right uh because as far as i know it's not really available at retail like you know unless the retailer ordered a shitload of them or something but uh rival restaurants great game It's a game where everybody plays at the same time. So it's not like you take turns. It's it's the game happens in phases, but everyone does their phase at the same time. So you pick a chef, you pick a restaurant, you get some recipes, you get some ingredients and the game just plays every day. You got to get your money. You got to go out and get some ingredients. You got to come back and cook some food and you got to clean up after yourself for your restaurant, right? You get, you get popularity points and shit. Just a great game. We we played two full games of it. I think we had a great time. I will definitely be kickstarting the expansion uh, set for it. It was just a really good time. And I got to hang out with my pals. Absolutely wonderful evening. I'm probably doing broad strokes in the game, but I I really don't know how many people are invested in me talking about board games. Although I do have a lot more people reaching out saying like, Hey man, I'd, I'd love to come to one of your game nights and I'd like to play some games and stuff like that. Well, cool i i would love the distraction to be able to hang out with some people that i like and play some games so you guys want to do that you just fucking let me know and we will do it um in terms of yeah so i i think i like i said i i did some stuff with chris and rebecca the next day i did a long day of of sampling which i told you about and then on uh, saturday night i got to hang out with mika and mel we played a couple games of pandemic legacy we're moving right along through that great times with great friends we had a good time had some drinks, it was nice to see my pals. Uh their little fella was sick um that night, so they kind of had to to do like super parent mode, and I'm sure they had a, a long day on Sunday. But uh yeah. So all in all, great times with my friends. Thank you everybody for for hanging out with me and and having a great time. Um and I uh I think I'll just wrap again. I'm sorry that was broad strokes, guys, but I think I'm gonna wrap this one up with um reading you guys everybody's meat, uh meet lists here. So, I'm going to hit the uh, emails real quick, all right? Because some people sent me emails with some little text prior to uh prior to their lists, so I'll do the, the the text portions and then we'll do the email portions. but deep, but doo boop a deep bow squeep squeep a deep boo. All right. So, I don't know who this person is. I'm getting a lot of a lot more emails uh on the list here, so um let's see what we got here. So, Cam sent me his uh, sent an email. And Cam said, hey, Josh, sorry for the delay in getting this to you. They are, they are in no particular order. However, I think it's safe to say the buffalo wings and the cup and char pepperoni pizza are two items that I would miss the most overall. I will ask April what her top 10 is as well and send that along. Be well, my brother Cam. And then he sent me his list. I will read shortly. <laughs> I got a friend messaging me from Canada now saying she injured her throat at the Gwen Stefani. I'd say the trip was a success. Uh, Well, Izzy, you listen to the podcast. So if you want to know exactly where I was when your message came in, you'll know based on the podcasts. So um, what else we got here? Mika sent me one. Let's see. Mika sent me one. Finally. Hey man, your achievements are yours. My man. I know I already congratulated you on your recordings, but I think it's worth saying again. So congratulations. Our party of four was happy to have come to witness it. I already mentioned to you since I hadn't seen your act in so long, I thought it was interesting seeing the evolution of your bits. It was clear to see you maturing as a comedian. Thanks buddy. I I think you chose a good time to record and retire those bits for more reasons than one, which, which we won't get into since the horse is dead and buried. Well, thank you. He goes, you you request for top 10 meat meals. Unfortunately, I don't eat much red meat anymore. So my list will cover, uh, Cover says may different meals, sorry, may different meats, but I think it was supposed to be many different meats uh, in no particular order. So everyone's all, everyone's on in no particular order. And I, and I dig that. Um, sorry for the race, response. got to pick, sorry for the late response, got to pick up the kids. No worries, buddy. I'll have your list for everybody in just a moment. And then uh, my buddy, Mark Forrester sent one and Mark says, as I started to make my list, I quickly realized that I was over my 10 meats. Uh but as I looked over list, I am unover sorry, I'm unable to remove any of my choices. I also realized that it would be very difficult for me to be a vegetarian. In no particular order, the top ten meat meals or sorry, the top meat meals that I'd miss. And then he puts them in there. So Mark, thank you for that. And then Cam sent me a correction, but I haven't read his list yet. So let's just see what it says. Um, Hey buddy, listen to the last pod with you and your guest, Chris realized I may have misunderstood the meats you miss concept versus meat meals on some of my submissions. Uh, he goes, bacon is by no means a meal. However, I have cooked half a package of bacon with the intent of using some for say a BLT and then consumed every slice by slice before the bread even hit the toaster. Uh, that was a great meal. <laughs> LOL. So if there is still time to revise the bacon one before the next pod, I'll re. uh, sorry, uh, I'll resubmit a nicely toasted bacon lettuce, then sliced tomato cheese with salt and pepper and mayo, depending on time of day side of home fries or French fries. So there you go. So when I read Cam's list, just know if he says bacon, it's supposed to be a nicely toasted bacon lettuce, then sorry, thin sliced tomato and cheese with salt and pepper. Um, again, wasn't sure on the cup and char pepperoni on a pizza or pepperoni slash meats on a pizza in general. I love pizza. Pizza with just cheese is good. So to clarify a meat pizza versus no meat at all are two completely different experiences. I would miss a pizza without my favorite meat toppings. Uh, looking at the rest of my list, I could easily add some sides to complete the meal, but my focus was on the meat component. Let me know if you made if that made any sense. Yeah, it was great, dude. And of course I messaged camera right away and said, it's all good. So. Without further ado, everybody, I am going to read. Some people just fired me a message, uh, an an email with the list. So these are all here. So I've got five different lists submitted by my friends. Uh, First one comes from Izzy, the person who is uh, messaging me on Facebook about losing her voice at Gwen Stefani. Izzy sent me, number one, fresh seafood chowder would be on her list. Two, beef or pork cabbage rolls. Number three, deer pepperoni sticks. That's an interesting one. Uh, we've had that before actually. I think her and I worked at a place. I got like there was a guy who had like pepperoni sticks and I had like I had crocodile and I think the other one I had was like venison or something like that. Um Delicious, but oh man, did it ever stick between my teeth and whatnot. Uh she said dinosaur chicken nuggets. That's interesting. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna amend that to just chicken nuggets. Uh five, prosciutto and cream cheese wrapped asparagus. Yep. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's pretty good. Meat will definitely. I mean, you could bacon wrap anything, and then. But again, I, I'm gonna just say I would imagine that's probably something fantastic. And again, we can I'm not trying to criticize anyone's lists, but you could still put cream cheese on asparagus. You know the prosciutto. I think the prosciutto is the meat part. But anyways, duck a l'orange, absolutely very very good. Candied bacon. There we go. Another bacon submission. Maple bacon cupcakes. So now we're now we're just going back to, toppings, but bacon means a lot. Goose fondue. I don't know if I've ever had that. And then 10, a big, fat, tender, rare steak. Thank you, Izzy, for your list. Mika, my good buddy. Mika sent in chicken pad thai, salmon fried in lemon sauce and fresh dill, pulled pork sandwich with coleslaw inside. Uh, Mika actually made this one time. Uh, beer butt chicken. Uh, he made a beer butt chicken. It was kind of funny because kind of I guess you just take it, basically take a chicken, take a can of beer, crack it open, stick it up the chicken's ass, and there's... um. There's a uh, what is it like a, like a little s- proper stand that Mika had for it. So the whole idea is the chicken is cooked upwards, I guess, as the heat goes, the the beer foams up on the inside and and marinates the hell out of that chicken. It was delicious. It was absolutely delicious. But yeah, beer butt chicken. Uh, you'll have to make me one, Meeks, before I uh, before I say goodbye to uh, to white meat, which is in uh, October first. No more white meat. So sometime this summer, buddy, beer butt chicken, Me. Um, classic italian panini sandwich piquant meats portuguese bun hot egg plant lettuce tomato mayo provolone so yeah we've had those at uh at Darien's. it was just a nice just deli meat fucking bananas, and they're delicious produce depot bank and hunt club sausages okay so that's that's a name drop on them they better be sponsoring you uh fine herb fried in a pan straight up it's so just a delicious sausage sausage okay of course big mac of course he says well that would be your. I'm going to say hamburger, but that was that's your burger of choice. Mucho burrito, the mucho size, chorizo meat, all the fixins, and finally jambalaya. Although I love it, like steak, fried fried chicken, you know that kind of stuff, and never made your list. Well, you said you don't eat a lot of red meats anymore, so good on you. Um, Cam, Cam's Cam's pre-amended list: bacon done in the oven with maple syrup, slightly drizzled on top. We I think we. We know that that is now a uh, BLT extraordinaire. Uh, Number two, Italian meats, capicolo, mortadella, genoa, salami on a sub. Absolutely delicious. Number three, pizza with a generous amount of cup and char pepperoni, and we know that that's meats as well. Uh, Crispy, hot buffalo wings. Yes, got to do wings one last time. A pot roast with gravy. Absolutely delicious. Hot Italian sausage with peppers. Nicely barbecued cheeseburger, you bet your ass. A ribeye steak, right? Philly cheesesteak. And finally, a Reuben sandwich. For me, the Reuben would be more of a Montreal smoked meat, but uh, I feel you. Uh, And then, of course, his lovely lady, April, has sent in chicken wings for sure. And she likes charcuterie. So one last little charcuterie board. Burgers, of course. Meatballs. uh, Stir fry. A steak. A nice chicken parm. Of course, she put a meat pizza there. Pad Thai as well, coming in twice. And then a Cantonese chow mein finally mark's list all right we got a meatball sub here we got fried now mark did go over 10 but that's fine i just wanted everyone's top top i was hoping for 10 you go over doesn't hurt at all just gives me ideas so mark's got a meatball sub fried chicken he's also got chicken wings here Uh, steak which is cooked cold steak sandwiches with blue cheese Uh, jumbo hot dog Uh, sausages chicken shawarma a meatloaf, a pogo, or a corn dog for my U.S. Uh, listeners. Uh, turkey, prime rib, salmon cakes, lamb shanks. He's got a schnitzel here, uh, yeah, schnitzel, on the list, and finally souvlaki. And he goes, and of course, burgers at the bottom. Um, didn't you have burger on the list already? Like a nice cooked burger? No, you did not right. Of course, burgers. Yeah. So, gang, onesies. Thank you for your source lists of meat. These give me uh, definitely give me ideas. Um, i'm going to try to put together my list for the next episode well it won't be ready for the next episode i'm i'm literally turning this off when i'm done uploading this episode and then immediately recording the next one because it's starting to get late in the day what time are we 4 30 and i got to start thinking about getting my ass to edinburgh to perform for a bunch of rowdy scots so yeah you guys uh that was that was awesome oh, yeah, you know, onesies, thank you so much. Um, I do have a, a brand new shipment of DK books. Unfortunately, I'm trying to travel light and uh, didn't bring them. Plus, I, I wasn't going to sit around and read a book, you know, this week in uh, in Scotland. And and I was getting ready for, for you know, I was doing prep for the other one. So we are, uh, we're almost at the hour mark, guys. I think that'll do nicely for the episode, uh, you know, coming up this week slash a week ago. Um, what do I have here? I got my sheet with all the things that I did. It's a much, much longer list of talking points. But uh, coming up the next week, I I do have uh, you know my my second appointment with my therapist. Um, I also have some more samplings that I'll be doing, uh, more trip prep, excuse me, things like that. And of course, um, you know the next the next episode, I guess, is uh, halfway you know into the week at Scotland. My original plan was to record it on Sunday. You know, I had a a tasting, but I'm like, I'll get up early Sunday morning and I will record the episode so that, you know, I can just do the whole trip and then have a big episode when I come back about how the trip went. But now you guys, even though it's late, you'll end up getting two episodes that are all, you know, vast majority of them will be chatting about Scotland. So uh, thank you guys for listening to the episode. It was longer than I thought it was going to be because I didn't feel like much happened, but instead I just bitched about my life, which is right. The one man podcast. That's what you guys tune in too and that's what you get sometimes you get me telling stories about how how life's just not on my side look i got a good life all right i did recognize that before i started bitching i'm I'm happy to have opportunities that other people don't have um you know so it's not it's not that bad but unfortunately that's just what anxiety and sometimes mental illness does is you know things aren't that bad but it just doesn't look that way and uh it's kind of it's a little cool that the the world is starting to get to a place where we're recognizing mental illness you know like when someone says i i have depression they're not just like oh so you're just sad all the time. You just lay around feeling sad. You don't want to get to bed because you're sad. It's like, no, it's, you know, it's, the it's, it's, you know, depression for, for some people, you know, if not all is, is a certain level of despair. And, um, you know, when you talk about people being in a state of despair, like that's, it's, it's rough, you know, anyways, whatever. I'm All I'm trying to say is just, I'm, it's, it's not as cut and dry, you know? There's other diseases like saying, Oh, you have you have cancer, well, just don't have cancer. That's what I tell people all the time when they're like, when I have anxiety, and they're like, just relax, take a breath. I'm like, if relax was the cure to, to anxiety, no one would have it. You know, it's just like saying to somebody who's got it, you know, a terrible disease, oh just just don't. Just, you know, just uh, you know, feel better. Just uh, just uh, you know, stay positive, of course. And I try to be a positive person, but I'm just saying that in the back of my head, I'm always like, okay what could happen in this scenario let's make sure that we don't get caught with our pants down and we have a solution for it in the event that it comes up so having said that guys uh next episode we'll be talking about the first uh few days of the trip the trip itself the travel uh some of the weekend stuff i had going on and what i did uh, a little bit prior um until then <laughs> for 5 minutes for me and however long you decide to wait till you listen to it um i hope you guys have uh, a great week and uh, i will chat with you again soon and i'm not to blame now